G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Ever been so thirsty that you think you're going to die? And then, then you have a deep drink of fresh, cool, clear living water. Awesome. In fact, Jesus talked a lot about water. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again as we revisit another of this year's most popular messages. I remember when I was training to be an officer in the Australian Army, we used to go out on exercises for weeks at a time, war games, and we'd be fighting this imaginary army and learning, I guess, how to fight a war. Back in those days, the army was heavily into water rationing, two water bottles per man per day, perhaps, and that was for shaving, washing, cleaning your teeth, cooking and drinking. So in those hot summer months, with all the physically heavy work that a battle entails, It was never enough. Many a time we'd finish an attack up a steep hill in the middle of the noonday sun or be digging a trench and all I wanted to do was to guzzle down a whole bottle of water. Of course, you couldn't do that. Then I'd close my eyes and I'd imagine that I was swimming in a nice, cool river with with stacks and stacks of water. When you're that thirsty, what you really want is water in abundance. You want to be filled to overflowing. This week on the program, we're looking at what it means to be filled by God to overflowing. Not just half full, not just three quarters full, not just full to the brim, but filled so that we overflow all his goodness and all his blessing and and his spirit. When we're really thirsty, we have a deep longing to drink. It is such a satisfying thing when we drink. I mean, our need for water is one of the most basic of all needs. 70% of the human body is water. And after oxygen, water is our most important physical need. You can't go for very long without water. The body starts closing down some of its functions, and depending on your condition, you can be dead within just a couple of days. Or if you're stuck in a hot car without water, you can be dead in a few minutes in extreme heat. It's interesting that when Jesus was talking about his plan for our lives, he uses thirst and water to explain what he means. I think it's because it's something we can really relate to. He meets a woman, a Samaritan woman, at a well, and he says to her, Everyone who drinks out of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give them will become in them a spring of water gushing up into eternal life. See, life gets thirsty. And this week on the program, we've been looking at what it means to be to be filled to overflowing because that's Jesus' plan. No ifs, no buts. Oh, well, that's not my experience. Maybe not, but it's Jesus' promise. Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water I will give them will become in them a spring of water gushing up into eternal life. I wonder sometimes whether in life we don't make things just a bit too complicated. For me, faith is a simple thing. I read what Jesus says, I hear what God has to say to me, and then you say, well, okay, if that's from God, 
That's what I'm going to believe, even if my circumstances are screaming at me, saying that's never going to be possible. You're never going to have a fountain of spring water gushing up in you. And every time my feelings or, or the things that are going on around me scream at me, God's a liar, God's a liar, God's a liar, I'm just going to pick up that book and go to that passage again and read what Jesus had to say again. I'm just going to believe in him and not all these other things. Now you might say to me, but Bernie, that's unrealistic. I've been trying to have a life of peace and joy and abundance. It seems like forever and it's just not happening for me. Look at his promise Again, friend, let's read it. John chapter 7, verse 37. If anyone, not some special people, if anyone is thirsty, let them come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, not just the special spiritual people, whoever believes in me, rivers of living water will flow from them. By this, he meant the spirit whom those who believed in Jesus were later to receive. There are three parts to that promise. The first one is, if you're thirsty, get a drink. When life is dry and parched and empty, if anyone is thirsty, you know what anyone means? Anyone means anyone. Come to Jesus and he will fill us full of his water, a water that when we drink it, a living water, we'll never be thirsty again. The second thing he says is, and whoever believes in me, you see, it's a faith thing. When he says whoever believes in me, that word in means literally into. So it says whoever believes into me. You may have heard me say this before. I can look at a chair at a distance and believe that it'll hold me and I'm believing in it. But if I want to believe into the chair, I walk over, I sit down in the chair and I say, you see, the chair can hold me. I put my faith into the chair, my trust into the chair. And so Jesus says, whoever believes what I say, whoever reads what I said and says, you know something, like a little child, I'm going to believe and accept that from Jesus. Whoever believes into me, from their belly, rivers of living water. Not just a trickle, not just a stream, not just one river, rivers, plural. Get it? An abundance, a flood tide of blessing of the Holy Spirit. Whoever believes into me, from their belly, rivers of living water will flow out. The last few days on the program, we've looked at some of the things that can stop that from happening. The blockage, our own rejection of God, the compromise of the sin, the devil in the spiritual realm robbing us of what God wants us to have. And you might say, Bernie, I think you're being unrealistic. Well, I have problems and stresses and strains in my life. Absolutely. Jesus promises those too. Look at how he trained his disciples. He promised them all those things and he never promised them that he would somehow lift us out of those difficulties and trials and exempt us from suffering. To the contrary. He promised the absolute opposite. He said, in this world you will have tribulation. But in the middle of all that, he also promised that he would fill us to overflowing in this thirsty, parched, dry place. He would let us experience the incredible satisfaction of a deep drink of his spiritual water, of him himself. Now, we might be spiritually or emotionally thirsty or parched or dry, and Jesus says, come to me, and I will give you the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. I will fill you with him to overflowing. And we're all different. We're all close to God in different ways. Some people do it by singing. Other people, like me, get up early in the morning and pray. Other people love to read. Other people find Jesus just most in the middle of life. And there are combinations and permutations of those things. 
But the consistent message of God's word is this. When we draw close to him, he draws close to us, and that's a special thing, and there is an incredible satisfaction of being not just filled full of him, but being filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. He fills us in ways that nobody else, that nothing else can. The problem is, so many people have been living so dry for so long, they've accepted that as being normal. I mean, so many spiritually dry people. We think everyone else is like that. We can't imagine how God could ever fill us with his spirit, how, how he could ever make a fountain of living water bubble out so that other people can come and meet Jesus and drink from that fountain. Because that, my friend, is the normal Christian life. Can I encourage you, don't accept second best. Don't accept a dry, parched land. Don't accept anything else. Don't settle for anything less than the fullness of God in your life, the very presence of Jesus through his spirit in us. First, then wait to be filled by him and just don't take anything less. Social media is a great way to stay connected to your friends and the world around you. And we'd like to invite you to be part of the Christianity Works community. The Christianity Works community is full of daily thoughts and devotions and inspirations. So no matter what kind of day you're having, you can be encouraged. If you're on Facebook, search for the Christianity Works page and like us. When you do, you'll see some encouragement from your friends and community at Christianity Works, including free booklet downloads from time to time. But more than that, it's a library of thoughts and verses that you can share with your friends and family. So we'll be sharing God's Word together. It's a great way to share the good news of Jesus amongst all the chaos. Amen. So, like Christianity Works on Facebook, be encouraged and blessed, and share some of that with your friends as well. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.